Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. that follow button and that lets us know that you are following our show 
and it also lets us know that uh, uh, you are listening to us. And tonight I just want to say thank you for all of your encouraging words and for your support. I love each and every one of you that have been listening to the show and been giving me words of encouragement. It has truly been a blessing thus far. Hallelujah. I do have a couple of new callers on the line. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. I have several guests coming on tonight, so I'm trying to make sure that I have everyone on on tonight. And speaking of that, tonight on A Word from God, our broadcast will be just a little bit different than it has been uh, in the past few Sunday, Sunday nights. Tonight I have several guests on the broadcast with me, and I would like to introduce them all to you. Now, I first of all, I need to know um, how many more uh, of my women's committee members do I have on the line right now? Okay. I am looking actually for Pastor Sonia. Are you on the line, Pastor Sonia? Okay. All righty then. Well, I have some other guests with me on the line until she can get to, till she can call in. Uh, Pastor Sonia, are you on the line, Pastor Sonia? Somebody has their uh, computer on, and I can hear the uh, feedback. So if you could move away from that for me. That will help a lot. <laughs> but anyway, I do want to introduce tonight some of our um, committee members who are going, who are part of the uh, um, the conference this year, which is our denim and diamond conference that we're having this year. And uh, on the on the line, I have Sister Sheila Black, I have Elder Lula Lott, I have Minister Rosalind Phoenix. I have Sister Paula Roberts, Sister Donna Crane. I have Mother Deborah Boone. And did I miss anyone that's on the conference, actually, that's on the conference committee? Okay, then. Well, I'm just going to Rosalind McQueen is here as well. Rosalind McQueen, amen, amen, amen. Well, ladies, I just want to first of all say thank you so much for um, tuning in on tonight and for being a part of of the radio show on this evening. It is an honor and definitely, um, uh, definitely a blessing to have each and every one of you on our show today. Now, um, I just want to ask each of you, uh, Sister Black, Sister um, Elder um, Elder Sheila Black, could you just tell me a little bit about what the conference means to you? Well, this conference is a life-changing experience for me. Mm-hmm. Last year was my very first year attending the conference, and when I attended the conference and, actually, and was actually a part of actually getting the conference ready for mm-hmm. everyone, 
I I saw how um, how everything was executed in excellence, mm-hmm. and once the conference came, I I saw how so many lives were touched, so many women were touched, so many women were saved, so many women were healed, so many women were delivered, and mm-hmm. even for myself, being in the presence of God, uh, my life was totally changed by it, and. Mm-hmm. I am a totally different and totally be- better person Amen. for attend from attending the conference. So it's it has been a life changing experience for me, and I am so glad that I was able to be a part of such a great conference. Such a great conference. The word that went forth was powerful. Each and every speaker. And if you were in that place and you did not change, it was definitely something wrong with you because God was in the place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Um, Now, how long, Sister Sheila, have you, um, you said this was your first one on last year? Yes. Okay. And how long have you been with the Women's Conference? Well, it's approximately one year at this point. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. And uh, Elder Lula La, can you yes. give us your uh, thoughts on the women's conference? What has it done for you, and how has it changed your life? My God, it's such a blessing to first of all be able to be used by God. Amen. Um, the women's conference has changed my life both spiritually and personally. Mm-hmm. I've been serving for the past 16 years on the conference. And it's such a great opportunity to serve under such great leadership, such great visionaries mm-hmm. who have the heart of God and also the heart for the people that Praise they serve. And it's been a great opportunity for for me to work alongside and serve uh, with godly women that's on the committee as well. Praise Praise and you have an opportunity to meet such many women of walks of life throughout the conferences and the opportunity to just befriend and also to touch lives and to to be in a position to serve in any manner that we can. And it has personally touched me to know that I'm doing something that God has called me to do to just help just a little bit, mm-hmm. just to be able to serve in any capacity on the committee is such a blessing and that's such an honor to be used by the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And how long have you actually uh, worked with the Women's Conference? It is 16 years, uh, about 16 and a half years. Oh, and so we're actually been celebrating. We're actually celebrating our 16th year this year. Actually, so 16 years. Okay, okay. We have a caller uh, on the air. Hold on, just a minute, ladies. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. You may need to push the number one button on your phone. Hello? Okay, I have you, but I don't know if you can hear me or not. You might want to try to hang up and, and call me back. Okay, but anyway, uh, so, so so you said you've been on uh, on the Women's Committee for about 16 years, almost yes, 16 years. Yes, since the very beginning, okay. yes. We, since since the, the very beginning. We'll be celebrating, yes. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And um, Minister Rosalind Phoenix, what about you? You want to share a little bit about uh, your testimony, what the Women's Conference has has meant to you? 
know if I actually had one word to sum up the conference, I would say transforming because my life has truly been changed. And I've actually been attending conferences since the mm-hmm. year 2009 when mm-hmm. I first joined the church. And I can actually say that every speaker that I heard was truly mm-hmm. anointed by God to deposit very life-changing words into women of all walks of life. And I just... It's an honor and a privilege to serve with such an awesome pastor that's a visionary and that really knows what she wants for the women of God. And I've been on the team for a year, and it has been a blessing thus far. And I just look forward to what God will do with us in the year 2011 and beyond. Amen, amen. Now, I just had a caller that called in. Um, if you could uh, let me know your name and, and your um can Pastor Sonia. Hi, Pastor. <laughs> you're hello. the one we were, you're the one we've been looking for. Amen. Amen. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be here. Amen. Praise God. Now I've had another couple of callers on the line. I don't know if you're committee members or if you are just ladies that are calling in and you want to talk about uh the conference. So if you're not a committee member and you're just calling just to talk on the phone. Can you please let me know who you are? Okay. Are there some new committee members that came on um, recently before Pastor Sonia came on? Okay. Well, we're just going to go ahead on and and, and go on. Um, now, um, Sister Paula Roberts. How long have you been on the committee, and what has the Women's uh, Conference done for you? Good evening. Well, I have been on the committee. This is my second year on the committee. Okay. And I I have actually been um, attending the conferences since the year 2004, Mm -hmm. and I can truly say, just like Minister Roslyn said a few minutes ago, transforming. I mean, eye-opening, life-changing, really life-affirming, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it has increased my hunger and my thirst and my desire to run after God as never before. Amen. So this mm-hmm. isn't an event. This isn't a conference just to go to a conference. This Amen. is where we truly meet to experience God. Amen. Amen. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of this Women's Conference Committee and just to be used by God in any way, that he would find anything in me that he could use in any way. I'm just so grateful. Praise God. Amen. And how? And you said that you've been on the committee for about two years. Yes, this is my second Praise year. Praise God. Praise God. And next, Sister Donna Crane, let us know what the Women's Conference has done for you. How long have you been on the committee? I have been on the committee for four years, mm-hmm. and God has just stepped into my life and just moved things around in my life mentally as well as physically just to give me the wherewithal to do what he would have me to do. The Lord, whenever you line up with his word, he has a way of um, stepping into your life and Lining things up and making sure that things go the way that, that they're supposed to go. When that, when we pray together, um, we become one body, one sisterhood. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we try to instill in our, the sisters that come to the conference, that we are all in this together, that we are all emissaries of God, that it's it's up to us to share his word with Amen. everyone Amen. so that we are all feeling that sense of camaraderie, that sense of family, that sense of belonging, that sense of uh, optimism. What Pastor uh, does during the conference, and I agree with someone else when they said something about this is not a conference just to be going to a conference. Right. Not at all. Right. Not at all. We definitely have the opportunity to uh, develop a closer walk with God. We right. develop a closer walk with each other. People that I have never seen before become friends of mine. I mean, all of a sudden at this conference, we all have the opportunity to love on each other as we walk towards what God has in store for us. Amen. Praise God. And you've been with the committee, you said, for about four years. Yes. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I have a caller on the line. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Okay. Seems like that caller can't get through. Uh, Sister uh, Rosalind McQueen, how long have you been with the Women's Committee, and um, what has the conference done that has changed your life? Uh, Good evening, ladies. Good evening, Evangelist Becky. Um, I've been on the committee. This is my first year working with the committee, um, but I've been attending the uh, women's conference. I think this will be my sixth or seventh year. And the committee, uh, the uh, conference in general, and just the ladies that have worked on the committee, they do such an awesome job. They do everything um, with the spirit of excellence. Uh, They certainly mirror the vision that our bishop, uh, Kevin Dickerson, and our pastor, Sonia Dickerson, has for the body. Uh, what the, the conference has done for me, um, I think life-changing. What it does for me, and not just for me, but for my family, because mm-hmm. even though it's here locally in Grapevine, we have people to come from all over. We have people that come from out of state as well as other cities throughout the Metroplex. And it's been a, a family reunion for us. We, uh, My family comes in. We have a great time in the Lord. We are celebrating with like-minded women. Um, and we're just available, available to be used for God, uh, just to do whatever is needed in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, the speakers are just awesome. It, it's not, um, you can't, well, you know, I'm, I'm rooted and grounded and I've been to conferences, always something that yeah. you need to hear. God positions us to hear just what we need to hear, and there's always some information that you take away, and it's like, wow, you become re-energized, reinvigorated, refocused to do a great work for God. And I just enjoy it every year. I look forward to it. Um, Pastor um, always uh, gives a great word, has a great lineup, and it's just wonderful. And this year will be no different, and I'm just eager and excited and thankful for the opportunity to serve and also just to be a servant. Just Amen. to be a service and do whatever God has for me to do in the body. Amen. Amen. And now, Mother Deborah Boone, I know you've been um, with the uh, conference committee for quite some time, but if you could just let us know in just a few words, what does the conference 
actually mean to you, and how long have you been on the Women's Committee? Mother Boone? Did I lose Sister Deborah? I am so sorry. I was That's trying okay. to keep the mute, um, keep the sound from <laughs> being. Uh, but good evening, everyone. I have been on the uh, conference committee um, a little over 16 years, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It And I've listened to each of the ladies, and, and I, it's almost like saying ditto to everything that they said. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an awesome, awesome experience for me. Um, it has changed my life as well. Um, being able to be used by God and, and allow him to uh, do a work in me, um, the skills that I bring to the committee, um, many times our bishop will say uh, it's in the house. And true enough, those uh, skills that God has given me, I've been able to utilize on uh, while serving on the conference committee. And, and I so appreciate God for preparing me uh, for such a position and for such a time as this. Um, our our uh, purpose and our vision for the conference is to nurture and encourage women in their walk with the Lord and to help those women to grow in the Lord and identify who they are in Jesus Christ and to develop their spiritual gifts and uh, to become the mothers, sisters, wives, and friends of God uh, that God wants us to be and to encourage fellowship, friendship, and sisterhood among the women and friends of Day Spring Family Church. And it is such an awesome, awesome uh, conference. We have, um, um, although this is our, our main conference, our big conference, each year we also have some small satellite conferences that we do. And we are just, um, it, it many times, you know, it, it seems uh, maybe that, that it could be overwhelming. It's uh, a lot of work. But we so enjoy, as on the committee, we so enjoy um uh, uh, being able to be used and to be a servant to God and and then also to uh, get the word out because the, the more that we can um, contact and, and, and visit other women in, in other areas, we're able to spread the word of God. And, to, and you know, you never know who's in the audience uh, mm-hmm. who could possibly mm-hmm. be going through something that, that may need to hear just that word or to may, maybe even to see just that smile or, or you know, just, you know, when we pray with them, we love on them, you know, they, um, it's just an awesome time with, with God, and, and they are changed, their lives are changed uh, by that experience, and it's just a wonderful thing, just a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. We have um, a very awesome visionary for our conference, Pastor mm-hmm. uh, Dickerson, and she is just an awesome woman of God. It has been a, a thrill to just even walk um, and you know, walk with her through this, and to to see all that God gives her to to do, and to and to bring to the ladies. And she's such a lover of people. She loves people, and it's just um, I just so enjoy being able to to participate and Amen. and to be a servant. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. These are all such wonderful and great. Testimonies, and I wanted to just check one more time and make sure I haven't forgotten a, a committee member. So, if there is another committee member on the phone, uh, please let me know so that I can also get your testimony. If not, I want to give my testimony. Um, 
I've been on the Women's Committee for this is my second year. And um, I tell you, back in 2008, when I moved here in 2003, I was a backslider. And uh, to have a woman of God, such as our pastor, she, my first year, I believe it was 2005, and she actually made sure that I got to my very first women's conference at Day Springs Family Church. And it was the beginning of something special to take place in my life. It began to open up my closed spirit, my closed heart, because I was just afraid to uh, get involved in church work again. But I missed it so, and she saw the longing in my spirit. And um, she she saw something in me that nobody else probably saw. And it ministered so much to my heart. And so each year I started going back to the um, to the conference. And in 2008, in 2008, it changed my life, the women's conference that year. I believed we were at the Sheraton. And um, it just changed my whole life. I wanted my joy back. I wanted my, my mind back. I wanted my ministry back. I wanted to become that woman that I knew God had called me to be. And through the women's conference, my life was totally changed. And on last year, Pastor Sonia asked me to become a part of the women's committee, which was just such a blessing to me. And I'm just so thankful for her, for her, her vision for this women's conference and how it changes the lives of women. You don't know who's walking through that door. You don't know what pain they're feeling, what hurt they're feeling. They're, I heard someone say earlier, this isn't just a conference to go to, but this is a conference that will change your very, very life, and it changed mine. And I'm so grateful to be a part of something so special as uh, the, the Women's Conference at Day Springs. Family Church. And uh, now I just want to introduce the visionary of of this conference, the host of this conference, uh, Pastor Sonia Dickerson. She uh, passes alongside of her husband, Bishop Kevin Dickerson of the Day Springs Family Church in Irving, Texas. And we just want to welcome you again, Pastor. We know you were on about a month or so ago, and we're so honored and so pleased to have you on this show again, and we just want to say hello to you and uh, give you the floor. If there's someone you need to mute your uh, phone or you need to move away from your computer. Thank you. Hallelujah. Pastor Sonia? Yes, 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 I'm here. <laughs> well, we're just yielding the floor to you. I have a couple of little questions that I want to ask you. What does this conference mean to you? You have done this for how long now, 16 years, Lorette? Uh, yes, that is correct. This is our 16th year. 
You know, just before I answer that question, I just want to thank you, uh, Sister Becky, for for allowing us to be a part of your radio ministry. Uh, this is just a wonderful way to reach people um, for the causes of God and to teach them about the things of God. And so I am so grateful for your allocating time to women's conference and allocating time uh, to allow me to share what God has given me. And, yes, I've been involved with the conference for 16 years, and uh, the Lord told me 16 years ago, little over 16 years ago, that he had anointed me to bring women together in a conference format and that he would speak to them in those uh, in those times that we gathered and that lives would be changed and that bodies would be healed and that women would leave on fire for God. And uh, he has been faithful to that over these 16 years. He has truly met us. Each time we have gathered, uh, it, it means so much to me. It means uh, a a a once in a lifetime moment at each conference to impact the women and share with them the things of God. And my goal is that every time they come, that they a receive a fresh word from God. And not only that they receive it for themselves, but that they leave on a mission, if you'll allow me to put it that way, to share with the world the message of Jesus Christ. And sharing that message is not contingent upon the the title that is at the front of your name or even uh, the letters that follow your name. Sharing that message about Jesus Christ is simply based what has happened in your heart. And it's so important that as women, we realize that all of us have a job to do. All of us can be used of God, and it's time that we were busy for the Lord. So that's really what the conference means to me, sharing the gospel and then uh, challenging the women who hear the gospel to share the gospel once again with the people that they come in contact with. Praise God. Now, I heard earlier, I believe it was Mother Boone, that mentioned that we have satellite conferences. And if you want to explain to our audience exactly what are our satellite conferences and what do we do and where do we go. Okay. Our satellite conferences are smaller conferences. They are simply satellites because they are not at our home base. Our home base is in Irving. And uh, anytime we branch out outside of Irving and specifically outside of the DFW Metroplex, it becomes mm-hmm. a satellite conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gone to uh, a lot of places. They are places that God has uh, laid on our hearts and also places where we usually um, have have uh, developed a relationship with a church or a group of women there, and uh, they are willing to partner with us for the conference. Uh, We have uh, been to Wichita Falls. We've been to Houston, Texas. We have been to Corsicana. We have been to Texarkana. Um, I may be forgetting some places. Uh, Committee members help me if I if I missed somewhere, but 
I, I think that was the majority of them. Mm-hmm. And we have hosted conferences in those areas. Now, the powerful thing about the conferences in those other cities is that they do not get a steady diet of conferences. And so when they come out, they're so excited because perhaps they don't have access to conferences like that the way that we do here in Metroplex. And so it's especially rewarding to uh, be able to be with those ladies. Amen. Praise God. Well, our phone lines are open. Our phone number is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. Again, that number is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. And if you would like to speak with Pastor Sonia on this evening, uh, we are calling this an evening with Pastor Sonia. Our topic this evening is real women, real issues. A real God And after this musical selection We are going to get into some question and answers uh, questioning, Questions and answers That I'm going to talk with the committee about And maybe something might reach your heart Something might touch you No matter what No matter that we're talking about the women's conference This is still a word from God for you And we know that many of you out there Many of the women out there You have issues that are troubling your spirit, troubling your heart. And we know that many of you don't know which way to turn, maybe where to go, who to talk to. And that's what this conference is all about, is meeting God and having God meet you right where you are. Sometimes as women we feel alone. We feel like there's nobody out there for us. We feel like there's nobody out there that loves us. Many of us are going through things. We have hidden things going on in the inside of us because we don't want other people to know. We want people to to think that we got our stuff all together. That's how I was. I, I didn't want anybody to know that I was really hurting, that I was really going through. So I put on all the different masks that I had to put on just to show the world I'm okay. But deep down on the inside, I was hurting and I had a lot and a lot and a lot of pain. But God took me to a place where there was a man and woman of God that could look inside my soul and look inside my spirit and see that I was crying for help. And I know that there are many of you out there tonight that are going through the exact same thing. So after this musical selection, we're going to uh, have some questions and answer period, and if there's something that we mentioned tonight that touches your heart, that's 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 right where you are, I'm going to ask you to call in so that we might be able to talk with you, we might be able to pray with you, and hopefully give you just a little bit of guidance to where you need to go. Tonight's music, all of our music tonight is uh, by our pastor, uh, Pastor Sonia Dickerson, off of her latest. CD, I believe it's Continual Praise, Pastor, am I correct? Continuously yes, Praise. That's right. Amen. And we're going to uh, open up this segment with uh, Sweet Holy Spirit. Enjoy.
That, that is established. But then you get past that. 
and say, okay, the incident is over, but it is still having a negative effect on me. What do I do to release that person and walk in forgiveness and cut cut its power to impact me in my life? And so it has to be replaced with the love of Jesus. You know, how do I do that? Well, I run after God. I seek him more. I say, God, I want you to take this thing from me. I I read his word. I focus on him. When I feel that thing rising up in me or I remember it and it makes me become angry or become mad, mm-hmm. I say, oh, whoa, I can't go there. I know that that is not what Jesus would want me to do. And so I really focus on making sure my behavior is reflective of what God would want. And then I I keep replacing that thing with with those goals of being like Jesus. Then I begin to pray for my adversary. Mm-hmm. And and that certainly is not is not always easy. But when you begin to pray for someone that has hurt you or mistreated you, you can't keep being bitter toward them. Because in prayer, God heals that wound, and and they become not an adversary, but they become a person God has you praying for. And you don't wish ill to the people that you're praying for. And and that is a process. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. But what I am saying is that God is able to change that bitterness into joy if, if you will allow him to. We have a caller. Hold on just one second, please. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Amen. Hallelujah. I think there is uh, some confusion on getting on to the uh, show tonight. If you just want to listen to the show, you do not have to call in to the phone number. If you're calling in the phone number, that means that you want to express yourself over the air or you may have a question that you want to ask us. But if you are listening to the show and you just want to listen, uh, you do not have to call in the number. So if my last caller has something that you'd like to say, I'd love to hear from you. If you're just listening, you don't have to call into the number. Amen. So you are on the air, or did you have something you wanted to say? Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Uh, My next question, Pastor, is um, how do I learn to forgive and release? I mean, what, what do I really have to do. Say maybe I might be mad with God. And so how do I release that? You know, being well, angry with God himself. I, I think that you you allocate the blame, if you will, to where mm-hmm. it needs to go. Okay. And, and God wishes us no ill. He is not this big God that's up there with a baseball bat trying to see how many times he can hit us and how much 
how much uh, uh, dismal, um, how many dismal circumstances he can mm-hmm. create for us. Right, right. It says every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. Right. So now, if, if it's not good and it's not perfect, it didn't come from him. So right. the person to be angry with is the devil. Amen. Because he is the one that is causing uh, all of the calamitous events and uh, all of the sorrow and and the grief and the heartache. And and so we, we must first um, put the blame, if you will, where it needs to be. Right. And then, and then see, realize, identify that those feelings of anger with God are a direct trick of the enemy. That's exactly what he wants. He wants you to be angry with the source of your help. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be angry with the one who is able to help bring you out of whatever it is you are facing. Amen. And and, and 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 so that you have to you have to get past get past that trick of the of the devil and when you feel that coming on or you hear in your mind you ought to just be mad at God. You say, No, 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 God is my friend. God is why I'm here in the first place. Amen. Because if it had not been for him, the things I've been through would have taken me out. I wouldn't even be here today. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, um, there are many women out there who have gone through some type of domestic abuse. They've either either gone through a rape or they've gone through a domestic, they're in a domestic violent home. How do these women, first of all, overcome a, a, a rape victim especially, how does she overcome? Because she feels dirty. She feels like it's her fault. She feels like maybe she asked for it because of the way she was dressed. Um, she may have been a uh, child who was molested as a, as a as a young child, and now she's gone up, grown up, and her her lifestyle, her her life now is totally messed up. Uh, she's around the wrong type of men. She's in a lot in an abusive situation. How do we help women like that who have gone through terrible, terrible abuse? Well, the first step step is is giving your life to the Lord and realizing that God loves you and that He loves you no matter who else does and no matter who else uh, doesn't (laughs) and no matter what has been done to you, that God is there for you and will help you get through it. And so the first step is totally surrendering to God, saying, God, I need you. Mm -hmm. I need you in my life. I ask that you forgive me of my sins, and I need you to help me get through this thing. So you you submit that relationship with God, you pray, and you read your Bible, and you make sure that there is no clog in the relationship line. And, you know, clogs are are sin or the lack of surrender to Jesus Christ, first step. Then the second step is you ask God to send you to a Christian counselor who has dealt 
with those kind of situations before. Mm-hmm. Historically, in our community, we are not willing, we are not willing to go for counseling. Yeah. It has been considered a negative in yeah. our community. Yeah. But I want you to know, God has strategically placed Christian counselors who are trained in your area of need. One great uh, counseling organization is called Rafa Christian Counseling, and it's right there on Beltline Road, and uh, we've had a lot of experience with them over the years, such powerful people of God. Mm-hmm. And they are able to counsel in every area that is uh that is needed. And so I encourage them to A uh make sure that their their lives are right with God and allow themselves to be enveloped, enveloped, if you will, by the love of God and the love mm-hmm. that is available uh after giving your life to him. Then B, I encourage them to uh seek Christian counseling, not just counseling, but mm-hmm. Christian counseling. Yeah. And there are certified uh, Christian counselors out there who have the appropriate educational background and appropriate training to help you walk through that thing that you have faced. And then the third thing is I would say make sure you are connected to uh, a good Bible-believing church. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly we offer Day Spring Family Church to everybody, but there are other churches as well where Jesus Christ is being preached and he is at the center of the message that goes out in that in that particular congregation. And God will give you relationships. You know, we need one another. Mm-hmm. We, we really do. We need friends. We need sisters. We need confidants. We need people in our lives. You know, the Bible says this, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren and sisterin, if you'll let me add that, to dwell together in unity. We need one another. And so it's important that uh, you have some Bible-believing brothers and sisters who are around you who you can have relationship with and and. That relationship, I need to say this, is not just a function of walking down the aisle and joining the church. That's the first step. But you must get involved. You must get connected, actually really connected in ministry. By doing things and getting active in a particular auxiliary, you develop friendships, you develop relationships. Amen, amen. Does anyone else on the committee have anything that they would like to add to uh, what Pastor Sonia was saying? Everybody's quiet on me tonight. (laughs) We do have a call. Good evening, you're on the air. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you, sweetheart. Okay, I don't want to say my name, but she just said a mouthful, and I do attend her church. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I just wanted to say um, to Pastor Sonia Dickerson, 
I just I'm praying for your conferences coming up because last year um, it was truly a blessing, and I know you guys probably have either already talked about it or are getting ready to or what have you. But I had a little technical difficulties where I couldn't um, tap into what you guys were saying, and you were already on air. Okay. But I do want to say that I'm praying for you. But you said a mouthful when you said people need other people in their lives. I am a spirit-filled woman of God, love the word. And I just want to share a testimony because you're one of the speakers at the conference. You gave the word of God that um, was, the Lord is my strength. And I want to share with you that God showed me through that sermon how he could strengthen my faith. And there was a testimony that came forth, you know, that very next week after I heard your sermon. But I'm just alone all the time. I'm a nice person. I'm not the way people have made me out to be. Lies have been told on me. And I'm tired of being, I want a nice, Holy Ghost, spirit-filled friend. Female friends can be the best of friends if they stick together. But no one can live on this earth alone. And I am a nice person. Mm-hmm. I read my word. That's what I need. I, I pray. I stay in my word, and I do the things I need to do because I know it's such an evil, wicked world. I cannot live without the word, and I most certainly cannot live without the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen. But I'm just tired of being alone. I am a nice person. I don't do no drugs. That don't make me no better than nobody else. But because I have the Holy Ghost and I have God's grace and mercy, I'm able to live a spirit-filled life. I'm not perfect, but I am able to live the spirit-filled life, a righteous life, which is what Christ has called for us to do. So I'm asking for prayer that God will send me an honest person of integrity, most of all, a person who is serving the Lord and has the Holy Spirit and is seeking God like I'm seeking God to, to keep him in my life so that I can live that righteous life that the Word of God talks about. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, again, I am praying for your conference. I was blessed by it last year, and I'm looking very forward to it this year. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, sister. And uh, I want you to know I'm praying for you. And um, I, 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 I recognize that voice, Amen. and I agree with you. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Amen. I agree with you. you. You are a nice person, and I was going to just say to you, you know, the Bible puts it this way. Uh, he that, and I'm not quoting exactly, but in essence it says, he that wants friends must first show himself friendly. Amen. And I think that you just continue to reach out to people, and, and they really get to know the real you. Don't worry about anything anybody said. One thing my mother told me a long time ago, you just outlive a lie. You don't try to chase them down. You don't try to worry about them. You just outlive them. And the people who who are really the ones that God would have for you to be in covenant with and in friendship with, they will... They'll stick. They'll hang in there. They'll stick by you and really get to know who you are. You know, uh, you're not gonna have 3,900 friends. I'll tell you this. Uh, mm-hmm. You have one or two, maybe three, really 
good friends that you can really talk to. Now, you have other people who are in, in kind of a bigger circle of your life who you communicate with. You know, but if you're talking close, close best friends, that's going to be just a couple people. But rest assured, you just keep walking it out, keep being kind to people, keep extending yourself to people. Some some are going to reject your offers, but then the one that God would have for you to be close to, they're going to receive you. And uh, you know, how do I how do I extend myself? Well, you say, you know, girl. Come over, let's have a pot of beans together, you know, or let's go, let's, why don't we just go walk in the mall, or uh, why don't we have an ice cream cone, or some, some way you extend yourself and you show yourself friendly, or maybe you just bring somebody a, a little cup of macaroni and cheese that you made, or, you know, you, 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 you give kind gestures, and then you, you allow God to do the rest. And when you make those gestures, you're not making them to get back. You're just making them to get friendly. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? So I'm not giving you some macaroni and cheese so you can bring me some pork chops next week. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I understand I'm, I'm giving macaroni and cheese to be kind. And so, well, we thank you for your call. And thank we, you so much. God bless you, sweetheart. Thank you. You guys have a blessed night. You too, sweetie. Bye-bye. We have another uh, call on the line. And um, uh, hello? hello, you're on the air. Hi, it's Sharice Dickerson. Hi, Sharice. How are you? I'm doing good. I was just listening, and I was having a good time just listening to um, what my mom was saying. Praise God. Amen. Well, we're so glad to hear from you. What yes, would you ma'am. like to tell the young ladies tonight? Um, I would just like to encourage them to definitely come to the women's conference. That is actually our women's conference committee and Dayspring Family Church has worked extremely hard to not just make it a conference for women, but a conference for our daughters as well. One of the goals of the women's conference committee is to focus on the women, but also nurture our daughters as we grow and as the women grow in God. Praise and so I am very, very grateful for that. And, uh, yeah, I, I just encourage the girls to come. Praise God. Well, this is the daughter of our, our pastor, Sonia Dickerson. This is Sharice Dickerson. And, Sharice, we thank you so much. Mom, did you have something you want to say to your daughter? I just wanted to say that that group of young women, those young adults, we want you to know we have room for you. Amen. Not only do we have room for you, we're not just trying to fit you in. We have allocated part of our planning process is always with you in mind. So I don't right. want you to feel like this is, this is your mother's conference. No, this is your conference. Mm-hmm. And we want your ideas, we want your energy, we want your input, we love being around you, and we just want you to come out and be a part of the conference and just know that this conference is designed with you in mind as well. Right, right. Yes, I definitely believe, I second what my mom is saying, it is definitely a conference for every age. 
well, you know, the specified ages. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, praise God. We do appreciate your call, sweetheart, and um, we're looking forward to even the young women of uh, from ages 18 on up to be a part of our women's conference this year. Uh, thank you, Cherise, for your part in the conference and for all the wonderful things that you do for the young women at the church. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. God bless you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye. We have another call here. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, this is Asha Brewer. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, this is Asha Brewer. Hi, Asha. Hi. I was calling in because you were speaking about the young adults. So with the women's conference. And I know it's going to be an amazing conference. And so I had a question for you, Pastor, in regards to uh, young women as we come up under your leadership and trying to serve the Lord. What would be your advice for us to still walk in God's path but not turn people off by being, like, overly churchy or the stereotypical um, churchy-type person, just to keep it real? You know, uh, that's a great question. That's a great question, dear. And um, I just encourage you to be you. Now, now that is a that is a totally different theme uh than how we were really brought up. We were brought up to conform to what we saw everyone else doing. So, you know, I'll give you a case in point. I saw the the missionaries and I saw, you know, what they wore and I just I tried to wear exactly what they wore. So, here I was, you know, 19, and I'm trying to wear what a, a 60-year-old had on. You can imagine <laughs> how, how that worked out. Um, and, and what I've learned today is God does an internal work on you. Right. So let him do that internal work on you. Stay focused. Love God. Live for God. And the accessories, if you will, will come on by themselves. You know, God will show you what to wear, what to be. You know, I even tried to kind of mute my personality. I'm, I'm, I'm outgoing. I'm, you know, I'm outgoing. That's just that's who I am. And so, but I tried to mute that to conform to what I thought Christendom and being a Christian was. And uh, it's, it's not about that. God gave me this personality, and He wants to work through this personality that He gave me. And right. and so. I, I encourage you to live for the Lord and then be you. You are outgoing, you are bright, you are fun, you are funny. You know, mm-hmm. keep all of that and use it for the kingdom of God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, those of you who are entrepreneurs or those of you who are um, are uh, uh, public speakers, and you, you don't have to let go of those skills when you accept Jesus Christ, but instead you bring them into the body of Christ. You know, I want to use a, a, an example. Um, Sister Rosalind McQueen, who I believe is on the line right now, mm-hmm. uh, she has great organizational skills. Just, mm-hmm. you know, can just organize, 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 organize. And so 
when she came to the women's conference table, she brought those organizations, organizational skills with her. You know, in her secular arena, in the secular arena, in her secular job, uh, she is very, very astute from a, a a business standpoint. So she brought those those skills with her and uses those skills for the for the call of God. So I say to uh, all my young adults especially, but to everybody, you know, whatever skill you have, God has given it to you to bring glory to the body of Christ. And so take all those skills, your personality, your dreams, uh, your, your uh, professional training, your educational background, and bring all that into the body of Christ and let God use it for his glory. So, young adults, I just encourage you to run after God. God is real. We're not, we are not just going through the motions. This is not just something that is passed down from generation to generation, although it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't do it because it was passed down. I'm I'm grateful for the examples of faith that my mother and my my grandparents set for me. But that's not why I serve Jesus. I serve Jesus because He's real. He is real and He is relevant, and He is sensitive to my issues, and He is here for me. So why wouldn't I serve a God like that? Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. We appreciate well, we're very proud of you. I just want you to be encouraged. Uh, so very godly proud of you. For those who are listening, Asha has been in the school of chiropractic. I hope I said it right, Asha. Chiropractic uh, and chiropractic and is graduating uh, this upcoming God. August, and so we're so yeah. proud of her. And so she she's going to be a, a blessing to the body of Christ and we're excited about that. And so you just keep on keeping on dear. I believe Thank you and you, I Pastor. were sitting on the same road this morning, Asha. I think we, we were sure were. On- Praise God. Yep, second real Amen. Amen. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for calling. We have another call on the line. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. You're on the air. Hi, um, this is Tammy. Hi, Tim. This is my daughter, you guys. Hey. Oh, I just wanted to to let the pastor know, like, wow, you was in my house today or something because you just started speaking on things that I had kind of been struggling with, you know, know, what you were saying about getting help. You know, I have issues with that, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I just want to go and just talk to somebody. And then my sister, I had talked to her. It wasn't for me. It was for my 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 youngest child. Oh, not my youngest, but my fourth child. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to just, you know, take her and just talk to anybody because I don't want anybody just putting things in her. And she was all like, you know, there are Christian um, psychiatrists out there that can that can work with her, that can talk with her. And I was like, huh, no, it's still in that same business field. And then you said it, so that was like a confirmation right there. You know, so I, that you was just in my house. And then I had got finished talking to my oldest daughter about, you know, you know, you want to make friends, you got to make yourself friendly. And, you know, even Jesus had a best friend, you know. <laughs> in the Bible, you know, always, you know, you always hear preachers always preaching in the Bible, it's not good for man to be alone. But I don't think that's just about marriage. I think that's about friendship as well. Amen. And I was just like, you was just all up in my house today. <laughs> so it, just, it was such a confirmation. So I just really appreciate that. Praise God. Well, I'm so happy. 
I'm so happy that uh, we were able to confirm the word that God was already dealing with you about. And that's what the Lord the Lord does, you know. He said that uh, the Bible says that in the mouths of two or three witnesses, uh, a word is established. And so uh, that is just confirmation and God is giving you direction. It's kind of interesting how God gives direction. I wish he would always send an email or, you know, you know send something direct. <laughs> Or give me skywriting or something, but that's not what God always does. Sometimes He speaks through other people to confirm what's already been dropped in your spirit. So I'm really happy for you, and I love you, Tammy, and can't wait to see you at Women's Conference. Yes. Amen. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see y'all too. <laughs> Praise God. All right, Tammy. Thank you so much for calling, sweetie. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Praise Sister God. Becky, I, Sister Becky, I wanted to um, remind the ladies, of, uh, for those that don't know, the dates and times yes, of the Women's Conference. Um, we will uh, begin the conference on Wednesday, May 4th at Spring Family Church Amen. with the evening service at 7 o'clock p.m. And then on Thursday, May 5th, we'll also... Uh, convene at the Spring Family Church at 7 o'clock p.m. with the evening service. Amen. Then on Friday morning at 8.30, we begin the activities at the beautiful Gaylord Texan Resort Amen. in Grapevine, Texas. And it will uh, we'll have workshops from 8.30 until 1 o'clock p.m. And uh, those workshops will be affording the life of your dreams, who wants to be a millionaire, how to Live Your Personal Best, Living a Life of Worship, and Dancing for the Star. Amen. Um, the Sacred Dance and Mind Workshops are available. And for more information, you can go to www.dayspringfamilychurch.org to get more uh, details. Amen. And then at 7 o'clock that evening, that Friday evening, we'll have another uh, evening worship service that will be open to um, everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. That will be women, men, uh, children, just families. Um, on Saturday, May 7th, we'll convene at that morning at the Gaylord Texan Resort again with our actual conference and luncheon, and that begins at 9 o'clock a.m. You'll Very want fun. to come early and get your seat and uh, be uh, Let's be ready for a God-filled, power-packed conference. Praise God. Amen. We are going to have such a wonderful time at this conference. I do have another caller on the line. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Well, anyway, to go back to uh, what Mother was saying about the conference, um, it is just going to be an awesome time. Uh, We would also like to let everybody know that um, do we still have rooms available at the Gaylord for anyone that would like to stay? Yes, we do. I'm sorry, you kind of blanked out on me. I'm sorry, I was... Go right ahead. I'm sorry. I said, uh, do we still have rooms available for those that might want to stay at the Gaylord? 
Oh, yes, we do. Sister Paula, why don't you talk about that? Did we lose Sister Paula? I think so. How about Mother Boone? Can you address the rooms of Anthony? <laughs> oh, there you are. I'm there sorry. You are. I, w- I had you on mute. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, we do. We have rooms available at the Gaylord, and you can contact the Gaylord directly. Uh, I don't have that number in front of me. I- I'll get that before we finish. Mm-hmm. And give them the special code of Day Spring. And we have a special conference rate of only 119 a night. The Gaylord is a beautiful luxury resort. They have restaurants on site, uh, swimming pools, and a spa. And there will definitely be time after the Friday morning sessions. There will be time before the evening worship service for you all to enjoy the amenities of the resort. Amen. Wonderful. Now, I would like to interject something that we also will be having vendors at the conference, uh, people that are in business for themselves. Uh, we are looking for vendors, anyone that would like to be a vendor. Uh, if you could contact us at dayspringsfamilychurch.org, uh, and they will put you in um, in contact with myself or either Sister Sheila Black. We would love to talk to you about being a vendor. Um, I'm telling you, that this women's conference, is, it's not only a spiritual blessing, but it's just a uh, just a wonderful time to just get together with your friends, with your husbands, with your children, with your families, your your moms, as, as Pastor likes to say, your play mom, your play auntie, your play cousin, whoever, and just come out and have an enjoyable time. It's Mother's Day weekend. Uh, bring your just bring everybody and just come out and have a wonderful time at this conference. Our theme is denim. And diamonds. So we ask that you, if you can, to wear your denim and bring all of your, get all of your bling. We're going to be selling bling at the conference, so there's going to be a lot of great things that are going to take place. We're giving you opportunity on Friday after the the morning conference to be able to go and shop, uh, to be able to shop with our vendors, to be able to shop at the Gaylord, to have lunch, to swim, to get into their sauna, to to have uh, uh, massages, just all kind of wonderful things. Uh, that take place there at the Gaylord. Uh, I went there last year and stayed in a meeting. It was just a wonderful, the room was exquisite. I mean, it was just a beautiful room. The staff is excellent. Uh, they treat you like kings and queens there. And so enjoy yourself. God does want us to be able to enjoy life as well. It's not just work, church, home, work, church, home. But he wants you to be able to enjoy some of the other things that are out there, that his beautiful world, all of these wonderful hotels you can stay at. The Gaylord is a beautiful, beautiful hotel. And we just ask that you will make reservations and come out, you know, get two or three other ladies to go into a room with you and come out and just have an enjoyable time. And, Mother, I don't know, did you talk about the luncheon on Saturday that's included in the tickets? Hello? Did I lose Mother Boone? (laughs) I think so. But that luncheon, you are correct, uh, Sister Becky. Uh, In the price of your registration, not only does it uh, give you access to all all of the services as well as the Friday uh, workshops, but it also gives you 
access to just one of the best uh, ladies' conferences and luncheons uh, that I've ever been to, and I get the opportunity to go to a lot of them. I just came from back from Detroit this morning. I attended one over the weekend, and uh, this this conference and luncheon on Saturday that um, your registration allows you to be a part of is just so exciting, uh, so relevant, so much fun, and then there's a beautiful luncheon that is at the end of of that conference. And the luncheon, we're going to actually have a gospel comedian uh, during the luncheon, Miss Vicky, and she is a lot of fun. And so we're excited about that luncheon. Uh, we've got a great lineup of speakers. Uh, some of our speakers include, uh, first of all, uh, uh, Dr. Cheryl Brady, Pastor Cheryl Brady, who is with the Potter's House, Allen, Texas, such a powerful, powerful woman of God, so anointed. Uh, she would just bless you. Uh, she's really, really just a wonderful person and a wonderful speaker. She's going to be speaking. She has spoken all over the country, in the country, and outside the country. And so she will really bless you. There's Dr. Brady. Then uh, there's Dr. Jessica Ingram. Uh, Dr. Jessica is the general supervisor for the AME Church. And uh, on fire for God, she too has traveled in and out of the country speaking. Uh, a, a scholar, uh, very, 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 very well educated, but very, very down to earth, has a great testimony. And she will bless you, uh, Dr. Wanda Bolton Davis, who is the First Lady uh, of the St. John. Baptist Church that is both located in South Lake as well as Grand Prairie. And uh, Dr. Wanda has such a lively, encouraging word from God. Uh, she's such a sharp, beautiful woman of God, and she will bless you, and I'll be speaking as well. And uh, we also during our workshops, have some uh, wonderful women of God who are participating. One is my daughter in ministry. Her name is Elden Latanya Rogers, and she is one of the staff pastors at the Potter's House, Denver. And she is going to be ministering in sacred dance and leading that sacred dance portion of the women's conference. If you want to be a part of sacred dance. If you've never done that before, or even if you have done it before, have a Friday intensive session, and then they minister on Saturday. I encourage you to uh, be a part of sacred dance. So there's sacred dance. Then there is a mime workshop. That mime workshop is being presented uh, by two of our daughters at the at the church. There, Sister Myra Mobley and uh, Minister Carol Williams, and that is. Uh, just a, a new part of the conference that we're introducing just this year. Then in addition to the mime and sacred dance classes, now these are all things that are available on that Friday. There are also other classes that are available. One is entitled, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And uh, we have a friend, her name is Dr. Eloise Smith, and uh, she has uh, such an incredible story of how God brought her 
from meager beginnings to great success. And she's going to be speaking. Uh, then uh, our own uh, Benita Vincent, uh, who is dean of Maternal University, she's going to be speaking about affording the life of, of your dreams. So once you get that money, do you know how to manage it? Or will you be like uh, 90% of all lottery winners who lose their winnings within five years? Uh, uh, will you know how to manage your money? Then another seminar is um, living a life of worship, and living a life of worship is being led by two of our daughters who now live in Oklahoma. One is Minister Deb Dixon, and one is Minister Jackie Washington, and they're just going to talk about living in the presence of God, living constantly in his presence and walking with him. And then our fourth workshop uh, for that day is how to achieve your personal best, and that's going to be held with success coach Kathy Moffitt. Kathy has has uh, been a personal coach from people, from professional athletes to uh, just uh, everyday uh, women and men who just need uh, that person in their corner uh, telling them uh, you can make it and, and, and sharing different strategies for achieving your personal best. You'd be surprised. Uh, most people only use about 5% of their brains. And so what would happen if we used even just 50%? And, oh, my goodness, if we used 90%, uh, what would happen? And so Kathy, Kathy is going to share just how we can uh, break out of the ordinary and do extraordinary things for God. So we've got a great lineup of speakers at the, at the luncheon uh, as well as at the workshops and as well as at the night services. And, and so we just encourage you again, you don't want to miss it. The registration is only $99, and I'll tell you, that is really unheard of for the kind of conference we're presenting. The one I went to over the weekend was $150, and uh, ours is, is just $99, and uh, you have the opportunity to still register at that price. We have extended that pre-registration deadline, so uh, we just encourage you to go online and register, or you can actually see in person any of the Women's Conference Committee members, or you can mail your registration uh, to Dayspring Family Church. Dayspring is located at 618 North Beltline Road there in Irving, Texas. The zip is 75061. Uh, we're conveniently located one mile south of Irving Mall, and I invite you to come to Dayspring. We have service on Sundays at 8 a.m. and at 11 a.m. and at 945 uh, a.m. is our Sunday school classes as well as foundations for Christian growth class. On Wednesday nights, we have adult Bible study at 7 p.m., as well as simultaneous youth classes. Uh, we are not a perfect church, but we are a church who believes in loving God and loving people. And so I just encourage you to come and hear a fresh word uh, from our senior pastor, Bishop Kevin Dickerson. And I just I want to pause for a moment and just talk about him because the truth is we wouldn't be able to do any of this if it were not for our bishop. And so we just so appreciate his support of women's ministry and him allowing us 
to hold these conferences, and he has been uh, a blessing over the years, always been in our corner, and we are very grateful for that. He's such a humble man of God and such a good example. Uh, When we went into ministry, we discussed the fact that we were always going to be honest about what was going on in ministry. And uh, specifically, we were going to be honest about our walk with God and our bringing that before the people. And he has remained true to that all these years. He lives for God, and he is an example for all of us, and I'm grateful, very, very Mm -hmm. grateful. He's, He's been my husband for almost 29 years, and I am very grateful. Praise God. Uh, we are still getting so many uh, listenings to your, uh, when you and Bishop were on the show before, we have uh, what we call archive show, and I can check it daily to see who all is listening to what uh, particular shows. And you and Bishop's, uh, the show that you two did here for the Valentine's Month uh, is still uh, raining very high. And, uh, I mean, it is just an honor to be a part of Day Springs Family Church because the two of you are so uh in love with your with your congregation and you don't find that much anymore where uh people will stoop down to where you are in the muck and the mire and in the dirt and the mud and and pick you up and and dust you off and love you. I remember a time when um, I, I don't know what particular day we were celebrating, but uh, I think it was family day. But you walked out of the pulpit and you came to me and we were singing, I need you to survive. And you just held my hand, you shook my hand, and you just sang that song to me. And it's something that I will never forget because it was something that I so needed. And many people don't get that today in the church where they have pastors that will that that will just wrap their arms around them as you and our bishop do. You do many great things for Day Springs. You you, Pastor Sonia, do awesome things for the women in our church, uh in our conferences, in our Friday night meetings. We'd also like to invite the uh, different the women to our Friday night wings meetings that we have, which are every uh, last Friday, I believe, of the month. We have some awesome times there. Uh, Pastor, one thing that we did not talk about for the Women's Conference, you do something special every year, and that is a conference bag. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you give us the greatest handbags every year as our conference bags. And we don't know what this one looks like yet, but I'm sure, as you always say, it's a bad bag. <laughs> I will tell you, it is a bad bag. It gives me good joy to do that every year. Yes, um, I have a bag designed specifically for the conference, and it is a, a signature bag, and you won't be able to get it anywhere except at the conference. And so we're excited about that for this year as well. And uh, it it is, it is your memento of the conference. And I've had people all over the country, someone in California, 
saw someone carrying the bag. Someone in Chicago saw someone carrying the bag, and it creates a great sense of camaraderie uh, among the women. Uh, and, of course, they rushed up to each other and said, oh, my goodness, did you get that bag at the women's conference? And uh, the person responded yes, and and uh, there's, there's just a, a great community, a uh, sense of community when uh, you, you kind of have your bag and you see a sister who also had that same experience of attending uh, the women's conference. And so, uh, yes, there is a, a, a beautiful custom bag that you receive as a result of uh, registering uh, for the conference. I, I wanted to mention that all of the evening services are open to everyone, uh, yeah. both men and women. And so we invite our brothers to come out in the evenings and then the Friday and Saturday daytime uh, sessions are are only open to to women, and so uh, we're we're just looking forward to having a great time in the Lord. And we started uh, at the top of this program talking about this, and I I just want to uh, reiterate the fact that this is all about building women up and encouraging them in their walk with the Lord, just nurturing them in their walk with the Lord. Uh, whatever is necessary, whatever we can do to help strengthen uh, a woman's walk with the Lord, that's what we want to do. Because I want our listeners to know that God is real. And we are real women. We have real issues. And praise the Lord, we serve a real God. Amen. And I don't care what it is you may be facing. I know that there are some women who are listening who are hurting. I know there are some women who are listening, and you referred to it a little earlier. Sister Becky, you talked about how we put on the face and we act like everything is okay when everything really isn't okay. But I, but I, want, I want the women to know that there is a God who sits high and looks low, and he knows everything that you are going through, everything that you are facing. He is the one and only true and living God. And no matter what you're facing, God is able to bring you through it. So just trust God. Just be encouraged. You are not alone. You are not alone. To my to my daughter who said earlier uh, about friendship, praise the Lord. God is going to send a friend to you. But even before he sends that friend, you've got a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Our number one friend is God, and he will be with you in the midst of every storm, in the midst of every trial, in the midst of every heartache, in the midst of every situation that you are facing. God will be there. You know, I'm just reminded of Esther, who was a, a orphaned little girl, poor little Jewish girl, and she went out and, and tried for the opportunity to be queen. And I can only imagine how Esther had to be feeling. She had to be feeling insecure. She had to be feeling, what am I doing around these rich foreign women? What 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 makes me think that I could even have a chance to be the queen? But if God is for you and if God is on your side, there is absolutely nothing you are not able to accomplish. And, of course, Esther ended up being the king's favorite and was selected as queen. Mm-hmm. 
How did that little orphan Jewish girl go from being a, 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 a no-name to being the queen? Well, I want you to know it's because of God's providence. It was because she submitted to uh, the advice of her her cousin, who was her guardian, Mordecai. It was because she was willing to listen. And I just say to all the ladies out there, with your real issues, you know, Esther's issues that she was dealing with was lack of family, lack of funds, lack of status, lack of grooming. It took her a year to even get ready to be presented to the king. It does not matter what you lack. It doesn't matter what your issues are. There is a God who evens the playing field. He makes up the shortage. So never feel like you don't have enough. Or, well, I didn't go to the right schools, or I wasn't raised in the right family, or I don't live on the right side of the tracks. When you have God in your life, you've got everything that you need. And the same way God took Esther and took her from um, obscurity into her purpose, that same God is able to do that for you. There is a queen on the inside of Every woman that is listening to me right now, there is a calling on the inside of you. There's purpose on the inside of you. Everyone isn't going to preach. Everyone isn't going to be a pastor. But God has anointed you to do something, and he has anointed you to be successful, not only in the church arena, but also in the secular arena. God wants to raise up millionaire women. He wants to raise up successfully educated women. He wants to raise up business owners. He wants to raise up uh, CEOs. He wants to raise up uh, senators and and, and accountants and and even the first female African-American president. He wants to raise those people up. It's just about submitting to his will, giving your life to him, and then allowing him to direct you. First step is repenting of our sins. And the Bible says all have sinned. You may be wonderful, but the truth is we all were born into sin. And it is necessary that we ask God to forgive us of our sins and to be the master and the Lord of our lives. That's the very first step. You were created with a place in you for God. And until that place is full, you will not be able to reach your full potential or have real peace or have real joy. You may have something that approximates it, but you won't have what you could have if you would just give your life to the Lord. And so we are real women. We have real issues. We have things that we haven't told people about. Sister Becky referred earlier, some people have gone through abuse and different kinds of situations. But despite everything that we've got going on, we serve a real God, and he is a relevant God, and he is a God who is listening. I'm in awe of the fact that God listens to little old me, if you put it, let me put it that way. Isn't it amazing that the God who made the heavens 
and the earth is mm-hmm. concerned about each and every one of us yeah. individually, yeah. concerned about my personal problems, my personal situations, concerned about everything that concerns me. If it's a big deal to me, it's a big deal to God. I, I am in awe of that, that the God who made the worlds and who formed the clouds and the seas and, and created air and the atmosphere and the galaxies and the stars and the moon, that very God, that real God is concerned about my real issues over here in Fort Worth, Texas. It's just good to know that I can turn to him. And so real women with your real issues, your real God is ready, waiting, and willing to walk with you. And and what I'm so appreciative about God is that when I'm going through my stuff, he doesn't leave me high and dry. You know, people will leave you. They're, they're happy as long as everything is good and everything is, is joyous. But in the rough times, people will leave you, but not God. God will be there with you in the rough times, in the good times, and in the bad times. Uh, he was with the three Hebrew boys in the furnace. They got thrown in the furnace, and that furnace was hot. It was so hot that the people who threw them, threw them in got burned up. And the king knew that surely the next day they would be burned up. And when he looked into that furnace, Lord have mercy, he didn't just see the three Hebrew boys, and they were in there because they stood for God. But he didn't just see them in there. But he said, oh, my goodness, didn't I put three people in? It looks like there are four people in. Mm. And praise God, there was a fourth person. And he said that looks like the son of God. So ladies, I don't care what it is you are facing. You may be in a hot situation right now. Incredibly difficult times that you are facing. Incredibly discouraging things that are coming against you. Seems like you get one thing corrected and here comes another thing. You know, if it's not my finances, it's my children. If it's not my children, it's my car. If it's not my car, it's my job. If it's not my job, it's my body. It seems like stuff is coming from every different direction. But I want you to know we serve a real God, and he is a God who walks with us in the midst of the fire. He is a God who walks with us in the midst of pain, in the midst of trials, in the midst of tribulations. He is a God who is there. I'm so glad he's a God who's there. See, I can't deal with God. I can't, I can't meet him. I can't have him 24 hours a day. I can't, I can't always access them. You know, I got to be at a certain place in a certain position, looking a certain way. Uh-uh, my God is able. Wherever I am, I can... I can be in my car and the presence of the Lord is with me, washing my dishes, washing clothes, walking up and down the street. He is a God who is there. He's a God who is present. And so even in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your real issue, just know that there is a real God who cares about you, who will walk with you and talk with you. He's he's waiting to hear from you. He wants you to talk to him. And you don't have to talk in the King James Version, thou art worthy, oh. God, most high, you know, fine, if that's your flow, cool, but you can just say, hey, God, I need you, I, I, can't make the, I can't make it without you, I can't go another step, if you don't give me an answer, God, I don't know what I'm going to do, he communicates with you, and he will drop in your spirit the answer to your situation. 
circumstances. He will he will set up your circumstances. Uh, there is divine providence. He will be arranging and the ordering of your circumstances to bring you to an expected end. That's what God will do. And so you you may not understand what is going on. You, it, it doesn't even feel good. It doesn't even look good. But just know that God is able to take whatever you're in and turn that thing around for his glory. Somehow, someway, God's going to get the glory out of everything that I'm going through. How do I know that? Because the Bible says, and this we know, all things work together for good that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So it may not feel good, but it's working for my good because I know who is in charge and I know that he is going to bring me out. He's going to walk through this fire with me and I am going to get the victory. You are built for victory and that's what God has for you. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Well, Pastor, I'm going to ask you to just pray right now for the needs of the women as as they've heard the word tonight that you've shared, real, real women, real issues, and a real God. If you can just pray for them that they might find exactly what they need on tonight from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we come to you right now. God, we come asking you, God, to help us, God, in the midst of everything that we are going to, going through. God, we ask for your help and your guidance. We are relying on you, God. We don't have anywhere else to go. We don't have anyone else to turn to but you. And so, God, we ask for your guidance and your direction, God. We submit ourselves under the almighty hand of God, the hand of the almighty God. God, we know that you are sovereign. We know that you are great, God. We know that you are the one and only true and living God. And so we come to you, God, repenting of our sins. Forgive us of our wrongs, Lord Jesus. Those things that we did that we shouldn't have done, and then those things that that we didn't do that we should have done. God, we repent, and we ask you to be our Lord and our Savior. And God, those women who are on the line, God, those who are listening right now, God, we don't have to send you to them because you are everywhere all at once. But God, I ask that you will reveal yourself to them as never before, God. Give them a fresh walk with you, a fresh relationship with you. Open their understanding, God. Give them how to reach out to you, God. Ladies, where you are right now, just lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I need you. God, I need you in my life. God, I realize I can't do this by myself. He is a God who sees and knows those secret things that you haven't told anybody else. God says that he knows. And so, God, I ask that you let your power, let the power of the Holy Ghost reign right now, God. Touch these ladies from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. Touch them, God. Touch them, touch them, touch them, touch their emotions, God. In the name of Jesus, touch their emotions, God. Those things that they haven't revealed to anybody else, God. The pain that is on the inside that no one else knows about. Touch their emotions. In the name of Jesus, God, touch their their aspirations, God. The dreams and the visions that you have given them, God. Reignite them, God. Don't let them give up on the dream that you have deposited in them. Touch their dreams and bring them to manifestation in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus, in the name of Jesus, touch their dreams, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I come against depression. I come against suicidal thoughts. In the name of Jesus, bless them, Lord Jesus. The overwhelming feelings that they have, those times when they feel like they're just going to give up. God, I come against it right now. In the name of Jesus, have your way in their lives, God. Have your way in their souls, God. I pray for their families, God. I pray for their children, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for their relationships with their children, in the name of Jesus. Bless those relationships. Let there be harmony. Let there be unity. I pray for their relationships with their spouses, God. Let there be unity and harmony in their homes. Build up their marriages as never before, in the name of Jesus. I pray for their relationships at work and at school, Lord Jesus. Let them be a light to those who are around them, God. Give them the courage to stand up and say, God is real. He is a real God. He is a relevant God. In the name of Jesus, let them be a light everywhere they go, God. In the name of Jesus. And I call in, God, all of the blessings that you have in store for them. No longer will the wealth of the wicked be laid up for the righteous. But we thank you, God, that this is the year of release. This is the year of release. This is our season, God. This is our time for God's favor. We thank you for using us as never before, God. In the name of Jesus, everywhere we go, the opportunity to speak into the lives of the people around us will appear, and we will walk in it, and we will be bold for God. We will no longer hide or worry about being politically correct. While we will use wisdom, we will be unashamed witnesses of your love, unashamed witnesses of your power. In the name of Jesus, have your way in us, God. We say, here we are, God. Send us. We'll go. We'll do what you want us to do, God. We'll say what you want us to say, God. We will be the women who will rise up in this day and say, God is real. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that signs and wonders will follow those who believe. We thank you, God, for making a way out of no way. We thank you for working a miracle, God. We thank you because you are faithful, you are kind, and you are true. What a privilege it is to serve you, God. What an honor it is to serve you. For you to even take time out, God, to even talk to us is amazing to us because you are such a great God. But what's even more amazing is the fact that you sent your son and that he died on the cross for our sins. He died even before we knew that we needed a Savior. He looked down the road and saw Sonia in 2011 and said, that girl is going to need a Savior. And you died for me before I even asked God. I thank you for your faithfulness, God. Thank you for giving your life on the cross. Thank you for enduring the beating, enduring being told about and being spit upon and being lied, lied upon just for each and every one of us. We say thank you, God. You are a faithful God. We thank you for these women who are listening. We thank you because we are raising up a nation of warriors, a nation of women who will stand flat-footed for you, God, and give you all the glory and give you all the praise. And we promise that for the rest of our lives, we will make sure that we give all the glory to you. In the blessed name of our Lord Jesus, can we say thank you, God, wonderful Savior. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God, I even pray for Sister Becky. I pray for this program, God. I pray for this this opportunity that she has to reach the 
the world for you. I ask God that you will bless us never before. Let people call from all over the world. In the name of Jesus, anoint her as never before. I thank you for witty and creative ideas that you will bring to her, God. I thank you that people who listen will be blessed, that there will be an entrepreneurship anointing on this program, and that people who are in business especially will be blessed as a result of tuning in. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for opening more doors for her, door after door after door. I thank you, God, because you are a God of restoration and that you will restore everything that the kinker worm has taken, God. I thank you, God, because you're going to give her double anointing and double for everything, God, that didn't go well in the past, but you're going to doubly bless her the same way you did Job. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you for this station. We thank you for this night. We thank you for this opportunity to tell a dying world that Jesus saves. And if you are on the line and you don't know the Lord as your Savior, I just encourage you, if you're listening on tonight and you don't know him as your Savior and you say, you know, I really don't even understand all that stuff. You don't even have to understand. All you have to do is submit yourself to the Lord and the Lord will show you through the reading of his word, everything will be open to you. The one thing you have to understand is that there is a Savior who died for you and who loves you despite Anything that you may have going on, there is nothing that you have done that is too bad for God to forgive you for. He will forgive you. He's ready, willing, and able. He came and gave his life that you might have the opportunity to accept him. So I just encourage you in your quiet time to just say, God, I need you. Even right now, wherever you are, just say, God, I need you. I repent of my sins, and I ask that you be the Lord of my life. And when you pray that prayer, you have accepted him as your Savior. We accept him by faith. You may feel emotional. You may not feel emotional. It's not based upon your emotions. It's based upon the fact that he said if you ask him to come into your life, he will. Then find yourself a good Bible. All Bibles are good. King James Version is a good one. Holman Christian Standard Version, NIV Version is a good one. And then find a good Bible-believing church, a church that preaches Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Any church that doesn't is not the church you want to be in. You want to be in the one that preaches Jesus Christ at the center. And when you do that, you will grow in God. And, of course, Day Spring Family Church is open to you. I encourage you to log on to www.dayspringfamilychurch.org or call us at area code 972-399-7729. That's also where you can find out more information about the Women's Conference. All the details are online. We want to see you register. We want to see you there. There will be real women there with real issues. Serving a real God. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. We just just honor you once again for being here on this evening, for uh, gracing a, a, a word with God tonight, a word from God tonight. Uh, the the message was just powerful. And for those of you, like she said, if you don't know Christ, just ask the Lord to come in. There's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing that God cannot do for you. Pastor, I want to say thank you so much for being a part of this tonight. And to all of my sisters on the um, Women's Conference Committee, I love you all. Thank you all so much for being on, on the Word from God tonight with us. It has been an honor and a pleasure to have each and every one of you on the show. 
Um, as Pastor said, uh, go to www.dayspringsfamilychurch.org for all the other information that you need uh, for the Women's Conference. You can also go online and, and hear our pastor and our bishop as they share the Word of God. You want to hear the Word of God that he shared this morning. Uh, it was awesome, powerful Word that he gave on today where he was talking out of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, about God keeping his promises and fulfilling his promises to you. So go online and check out that message on this morning. You will truly be blessed um, by the man of God. And, Pastor, once again, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. We have like six Praise God. We have like six minutes left. I tell you, this time goes by real, real quick. But I want to thank you tonight, each and every one of my listeners, for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio host, Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you all next week. God bless you all. It has been an honor and a pleasure having my pastor back on, having the Women's Conference on, the Women's Conference Committee on, and for all of my listeners, thank you so much. If you've enjoyed uh, uh, listening to a word from God, I'm asking you to go to my um, uh, page here and just click on follow. This shows me that you're following me. It gives me encouragement. It shows me that you're listening to the broadcast. Tell others about it. God bless you all. I love you all. Good night. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful evening. Amen. God saying, see.
On a tax return, hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.